Shalom, my beautiful souls. I'm Caro, your host, the French Jewish girl living in LA. I'm a certified life and weight loss coach, a mother, and a passionate woman surrounded with extraordinary people. I am truly blessed. And this podcast is my mitzvah to you, my way of paying it forward and tikkun olam. Listen in as each week I share with you the formula to an amazing life. I share with you my stories and my secrets to help you to create a blessed life you can truly love. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello everybody. So in last week's episode, the first episode of this mini-series on helping your children be successful and thriving in their life, we talked about their most important tool, their brain, and on how to make the best use of that incredible part of their body so that it can be used to play in their favor and not against them. Because if you let it, the brain will keep you stuck. So now in this second episode of this mini-series, I want to talk about feelings and about helping your children not fear their feelings. And I want to help them understand the power that lies in their feelings and in feeling their feelings. The feelings that came up the most, I, I think, during the pandemic for my kids' clients and I think for kids in general and even for my own children and I would say especially for teenagers, were the feelings of boredom, loneliness, and frustration. Not spending time with their friends, not socializing, just Zooming and FaceTiming, and just feeling bored, lonely, ridden to social media and to video games, and to all of that negativity and negative energy that also come from those media. So what can we do when we feel frustrated, bored, and lonely? Most adults and their children don't really know what to do with these negative emotions. So they try to ignore them. They try to shove them under the rug. They try to numb them with false pleasures. And they tend to blame, right? They blame COVID-19. They blame the government. They blame bad luck. They blame their roommate. They blame their friend. They blame their girlfriend, their boyfriend, their school, and basically whoever can be blamed. And then from the blaming, they feel resentful, right? Because when we blame, it puts us automatically in a victim position. And because that is so uncomfortable to feel and to be in, then they blame some more. And because that is still so uncomfortable, then they turn to food, generally processed food, just to try and, you know, feel better, which is terrible for their moods, terrible for their health. And sometimes they even turn to other buffers, like more screen time, like, you know, eight hours on and through the night and drugs or alcohol. But what if we taught ourselves and our children to not fear our feelings anymore, to not fear their feelings anymore? What if we could allow our emotions to exist? What if we could read the signs that they send us and feel empowered through life's challenges instead? 
So first things first, what are emotions? An emotion is another word for a feeling. Emotions are basically chemicals that are released by our brains that caused a vibration in our bodies. So similar to when we take medicine, for example, it changes something in our bodies. But this time, instead of a medicine that changes in something in our body, it's what our brain produces. So our brain releases the chemical because of a thought. And some thoughts cause a release of chemicals that feel good, you know, that like endorphin and, you know, helping us feel joyful. And some other thoughts release chemicals that don't feel good, like cortisol, which we, if we have too much in our body, can make us sick. So feelings, my friends, they're meant to be felt. Feelings, they are your barometer. They are the energy that is just flowing through your body. They are an indicator of how, of what's going on. What we focus on, we attract. What we think about, we attract. So knowing that our emotions are coming from our thoughts is huge. This is such a powerful piece of information. This is the power. This is the key to success. This is why we have to teach our children to get curious with the emotion they feel, about the emotion they feel, with this energy that's going through their body. Because if we want to change that emotion that's going through our body, like if we want to change from, you know, sad to happy, even if it takes a little, you know, process, to get out of that, to get out of boredom, sad, loneliness, resentment, jealousy, anger, you know, we need to be able to go to the root of that emotion. And the root of that emotion is the thought that came right before it. And that sent a signal from the brain down to our body. Remember, remember, as I've said to you many times before, that we can never feel without a thought. We always think and then we feel. So as I said just earlier, feelings are meant to be felt and they don't all feel the same. So what I'd like to recommend is that you ask your child about some of his or her favorite feelings. You can say to your child, young or older child, some feelings feel great. What are some of your favorite feelings? What feelings feel good to you? And you might want to give your child some examples, such as, you know, happiness and excitement and joy and love and gratitude. And once you've gone through, you know, what feelings they love to feel, then go to the next step. Well, some feelings don't feel very good. So ask them, what are some feelings that you don't really like to feel, to experience? And again, you might want to give them some examples. It can be stress. It can be anger. It can be shame. It can be guilt. It can be overwhelm or disappointment or boredom or fear. And then tell your child, do you know that feelings will actually never hurt you? Your body knows what to do with these chemicals. You know, they, they are in essence not poisonous nor, nor dangerous for your body even though sometimes it may feel that way. 
And most people don't want to experience the ones that feel bad. But feeling all of our feelings is part of how we have been created, is part of being human. Our feelings can help us avoid danger. And they are not really a big deal. They are just energy. They actually guide us. And when we resist the emotions, for example, by wishing we were not feeling them or by distracting ourselves from them with food or alcohol or shopping or video games or watching porn or, you know, too much, then this is when we actually make them stronger. And this is when they grow and this is when they become hurtful to our body or can become hurtful to our body and manifest in other ways such as, you know, skin rashes or acne or even back or neck pain. But on the contrary, when we allow the feelings to just be and to exist, they just cycle through our bodies and then they're gone. So here is a little exercise that I would like to suggest for you to do with your child or even um, as a family. Step one, choose a feeling and name that feeling. Try to be specific, but remember that it should be a one-word answer. Excuse me, I just grabbed a sip of water. Because otherwise, if it's not just one word, uh, you know, a one feeling word and you make it longer than, than that word emotion, it's not a feeling anymore. It's more identifying the thought. So name a feeling, any of your choice. A happy one or a sad one, doesn't matter. Name a feeling, like a comfortable one or an uncomfortable one, it doesn't matter. Then step two, ask yourself some questions about what it feels like to feel that emotion. For example, where do I feel this emotion in my body? Is it in my chest? Is it in my stomach? Is it in my head? Is it in my hands? Is it in my neck? Is it in my feet? Is it everywhere? And then you can try and get more specific by asking your, your child, is it kind of hot or is it cold? Is it, does it feel like it's running fast or slow? And then if you were to give it a color, which color would it be? And write it all down. And then step three, remember that you are only feeling this feeling because of a thought in your head, meaning because of a sentence in your head. Right? We talked about those sentences in your brain in the first episode of this mini-series last, last week. So if you didn't listen to that episode uh, last week, I highly encourage you to, to do so. So I want you and your children to remember how powerful the brain is. And that's what we covered in, session, in the first session. Because our emotions only exist from those sentences that we think about every day that we think every day in your brain, in our brain, right? So the work is to practice to just keep feeling the emotion until it's gone. It should only take a couple minutes until it's gone. Just, you know, feel the vibration and just kind of sit with it, breathe through it. Our feelings, again, they're like this barometer in our body, as I mentioned earlier. These emotions are just energies. They come from our thoughts. And what this barometer does is to try and keep our lives on track. When we learn how to allow the feelings instead of resisting them, then there is nothing that we cannot handle in our life. 
So it's really important that we don't fear our feelings or fear feeling our feelings because when we fear them, they grow. And then that's when they become almost disabilitating and that they can keep us stuck. And this is something that is not taught in school, that was not taught in my days and that has not been taught in my kids' education so far, even though, yes, they touched on it a tiny, tiny little bit during COVID, but this is to me the work, the most important work that our kids need to master and that we need to educate them on if we want to empower them for life and to raise them as, you know, responsible, balanced, mentally healthy you know, children to become adults, you know, who, who then with, you know, any uncertainties coming their way, or even just boredom, jealousy, or sadness, they will know what to do with that, you know, running for food or alcohol, like most adults do today, or kids do today to cope with their emotions, numbing their emotions momentarily because it's so unbearable is not the way to happiness and to a good life. And no degree, no money in the world will be able to buy you that peace of mind and sense of great um, well-being because that's only coming from within you, from knowing that formula of life, from knowing that your power is coming from within you. So I really recommend you do these simple exercises and you empower your children with this very important knowledge that our emotions are just vibrations that are coming from our thoughts. My beautiful souls, I will be back here next week to pursue on this series of helping your children thrive. Next week, we will talk about the things that we focus on and the power that our focus have. So um, I will be traveling to Florida with my three loves to see family by the beach um, this weekend and to also visit my best friend, Christine Rizzo. And I'm very, very excited about that. So more to report on that. And um, I'll be posting some pictures if you follow me at Carol the Life Coach on Instagram. And I wish you all an amazing weekend. Friday nights are my favorite nights. So if, like me, you celebrate Shabbat, then Shabbat Shalom. I love you all. Ciao, ciao. My beautiful souls, don't forget to treat yourself to your complimentary private session with me to start getting unstuck immediately and getting solutions to start creating your best life. Find the link in the show notes. And if you enjoy this podcast, please help me grow my reviews by just taking a few minutes of your time to leave me your review on Apple Podcast. Merci beaucoup, and I will see you here next week. Ciao, ciao.